This is Fly Episode number 36, featuring entrepreneur, investor, and podcaster, Jacques Van Heerden. Coming live from the Fly Studio in Commerce Township, it's the Fulfilling Life's Yearnings Podcast! And I'm your host, Blake Giovanni Thomas Soule. And if you're ready to be your best by writing the script of your life to whatever you want it to be and taking action on your dreams, then this is the podcast for you. It's time to enter the fly zone. Hey, what's up, boys and girls? I'm so excited to be here with you again today on such an amazing morning. I'm excited to unveil this new episode I have. Featuring Jock Van Heerden. And I just got to tell you that this episode was a lot of fun to do. And I'm glad, you know, that me and Jock were able to come together and make magic, you know, for lack of better words. I hope you guys have your, your thinking caps ready. Because Jock dropped a lot of knowledge during this podcast episode. And and this is really going to be one that you're thoroughly going to enjoy. And you might even have to replay it a couple of times just to get the whole message. So without further ado, here's the episode featuring Jock Van Heerden. Hey, what's up? It's the fly host you love the most. And I'm back with another episode that will help you get to where you need to go in 30 minutes or less. Today you're joining me on Fulfilling Life's Yearnings with Blake. I'm your host, and today's guest is Jacques Van Heerden. Jacques is an entrepreneur, investor, and podcaster who founded the Anakin Group in 2007 on the premise that anyone can be successful. Anakin is a sustainable investment conglomerate with vested interests in a diverse range of industries spread across four continents. He is passionate about helping entrepreneurs achieve greatness in their business in life whilst living on their own terms, doing what they love. He is also currently working on his first book, which will be out in the summer of 2016. Before we get into it, Jack, I just want to say thanks for being on the show with me today. And I just want to applaud you and commend you for, you know, all of the things that you've been doing in your life to fulfill life's yearnings. So before we get into it, um, welcome to the show. Thanks, my man. I appreciate it. Good being here with you today. Awesome, awesome. So before we get to the nitty gritty, did you have anything that you wanted to add um, to your bio that I might have left out? No, man. I think that basically covers everything that I've done. Well, the one thing that I can add is that I'm only 24 years old. Wow. (laughs) So that kind of puts a spin on it. That definitely does. That definitely does. And I'm 24 as well, uh, April 13, 91 for myself. So that's, that's awesome to be able to have someone on like you. Just... You know, getting into the first question I have is knowing your success and your background, you know, what you know drove you to get to where you are in life, especially at such a young age for you? Was it something that was internal or external? Well, to be honest with you, you know, I grew up in a home, in an environment where my parents were pretty entrepreneurial and I grew up, you know, at the age of eight, I started my own little gardening business for our neighborhood where I actually help people and service them in their gardens. I don't know whether they actually hired us because we did some good work or just because they were feeling sorry sorry for us. The point is, though, that we did make some money off of that, just even though it was just in the summer. And, uh, you know, I got obviously inspired by what my dad did 
in terms of building a carpet business and then selling it later on. So, I mean, it, I grew up in an environment where there was some entrepreneurial influence and people that supported me when I was younger. And it was definitely something inside of me. You know, I always knew that I did not want to work for anybody else. I wanted to do, I had big dreams, I have big goals, you know, that I've set for myself. And I wanted to do and fulfill that and work towards that. I never did anything else besides work for myself in terms of, I didn't do any waitering jobs. I did not do any other, you know, work for any other bosses. I kind of put my head down, grinded and hustled and started my own business at a young age. That is awesome. So my listeners are probably wondering, you know, where I found you at today. Can you talk about, you know, where you're from? Because I know, I know they're going to notice the, uh, the accent. Yeah, of course. No, of course. I'm actually from South Africa. My first language is Afrikaans. So just as an example, saying uh, hello, how are you is hello, Khanad Medyo. So that's a bit of a Afrikaans from South Africa. I grew up in a small surfing town called Jeffreys Bay on the Eastern Cape, in the Eastern Cape, on the East, East Coast. And uh, yeah, you know, we grew up, we're close on the beach, literally on the beach, and uh, surfing every day. So, I mean, we had, you know, dial-up internet from young age. We, I mean, I still remember in high school, we only had 384 kil- kilobit internet. Oh, wow. The rest of the world was 4 megs or 10 megs and up. So, I mean, we really had to make it work. I mean, I was passionate about what I wanted to do. So, you know, that kind of, yes, it did frustrate me to a big extent, but I kind of made it work. And that's where, obviously, a big part of me is where I learned my patience from. Okay. And that I'm in it for the long run, not for the short short-term gratification that a lot of people are after, you know, getting rich quick kind of thing. So I knew what I needed to do and what time I, time I needed to put in, and that's exactly what I did. You know, patience on my side, and I just put my head down and worked. Absolutely. What, what you have is what I guess a lot of people would call, you know, that grit. You you're, sound like you're definitely in it for the long haul. This is not something that you're just going to... You know, so I'm tired of doing this. Let's 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 do something else. Given your background, and, and I just want to say that's incredible for that. I wanted to know if you could, you know, talk about now. Was I pronouncing it correctly? Is it Anakin Group? Yeah, that's correct. A nice. lot of people actually actually mistake it for Anakin Skywalker in oh, Star Wars, right. <laughs> but I've actually never seen Star Wars. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people say that I should. And I mean, one of my other podcast guests, a now good friend, also said that, you know, I have to see it before I ever talk to him again. <laughs> so, I mean, I haven't actually spoken to him in quite a while. I haven't seen the movie yet. So <laughs> I kind of need to make a plan. Oh, boy. No, you were pronouncing it correct. Nice. But yeah, I was wondering if you could just, you know, talk about where, you know, I understand it's about believing that anyone can succeed. But why this, why this need to, you know, want to help other people, you know, where does that that call come from within you? Was it something that you saw when you were growing up, or or something that got instilled to you by your parents, or maybe outside help? Yeah, so my parents are actually now full time pastors in Jeffreys Bay, South Africa. Uh, my entire family, actually, so uncle and aunt, uh, dad and mom, you know, full time in the ministry. And obviously, we came across and saw a lot of people that struggled in life, have big problems, you know, run into walls and blockades, if I can put it that way, where they just don't know why, why they're doing what they're doing every single day. You know, that saying that goes, if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep having and getting the results that you're getting. So, I mean, I saw a lot of people in Jeffreys Bay because it's not a very wealthy town or wealthy community, I'd say, mm-hmm. that people are struggling, people are settling for mediocrity, people are happy with what they have and living underneath the line of, you know, what we deem as successful. And just, they believe that there was nothing else for it 
you know, in them to actually push forward and pass those boundary lines and actually succeed. So I kept running into people and dealing with people that settled with making an average salary and being happy with that. And for me, you know, I believe that all of us have an inner capacity and inner strength to do what we need to do to become successful because everyone has that success inside of them. We just kind of need to take all the opportunities in front of us and work for it. There's no settling on my end. So, I mean, yeah, so I, I came across a lot of people, you know, and South Africa as a baseline is a very poverty-stricken nation. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's 45 or almost 50 million people that live in the country, and the majority of them live underneath the breadline. I mean, they earn maybe a dollar a day. Wow. So, you know, I was one of those people that said, yeah, I don't want to do it that way. You know, I'm not going to settle for even earning 100 bucks a day because it's just not where my capacity lies. I want to do big things. I want to change nations and influence millions of people all over the world. And, you know, with that need that I saw there, I saw that, okay, with the capacity that I have, I can help people change their lives for the better. I can help them give them a playbook, a guideline, or, a, you know, just inspire, keep inspiring them to be better and to, to put one step, one foot in front of the other every single day just to become better people. That is incredible. I'm glad you shared that with me because I actually have a buddy that I met a couple of years ago who's actually also from South Africa. I wish I could remember which 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 side of the town that he was on, but he you know, shared some of those very similar things that you were talking about as far as just wanting to you know achieve more and and reach his full capacity. So maybe that's just a trait that's very prevalent among uh, at least a couple of people that I've met from South Africa who, and another guy, he's just doing, you know, great things as well. So that's really cool. Um, just moving on to, you know, I also know that you are involved with your own podcast as well and, and you're investing and you do a lot of entrepreneurial things. What, what is it that, makes you successful as an entrepreneur as far as being able to, you know, find these these different companies that you want to invest in or that you want to start up? Where does that where does that knowledge come from for you? Was this educational wise or you just self taught yourself? Well, first of all, I just want to say that, you know, I didn't deem myself being successful to the point of where I want to be in my life yet. Mm-hmm. There's some people around me I do seem like I have achieved a moderate, you know, range of success which is fair and I understand and I'm completely humbled by that. But in terms of where I want to go and where I want to be in 20 years from now, you know, I'm still a long way off. Right. And obviously that's why, you know, what keeps inspiring me and pushing me every single day to become better and better myself. Mm-hmm. I am, I live by a, the term ABL, always be learning. You okay. know, since I started my first business, everything self-taught. I had mentors around me that helped me, you know, in huge capacities to, shortcut some things and obviously learn big lessons that I would have fallen hard on my face with if I did it by myself. But, you know, I started and I put my head down in the terms of I got as much information from the web as I possibly could. When I started at the age of 12, people didn't really want to help me in the area. You know, I said, okay, let me just put it this way. I started in the development, web design, graphic design, web development area space. Okay. And a lot of people actually do nowadays if you look at the people coming up from the bottom. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people didn't want to help me back then. You know, there weren't a lot of tutorials available online. There weren't a lot of guides as if as we have right now. You know, courses and things teaching you. Team Treehouse that's available with Ryan Carson and the guys. Right. Code Academy that didn't exist 12 years ago. So you know, I had to go and I used different programs to take apart different websites to analyze the code and learn from that, and then get 
phone our people, Skype them and say, listen, I need your help on this. And I can do whatever I can offer to you to help you in, in return for your time. Right, absolutely. Back then. And so, I mean, I literally just kept learning and reading. I'm very fond of books. I read a lot of books. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I, you know, I'm not someone that follows every single person and tries to replicate their success. But I take my nuggets, bits and pieces from their information and knowledge that they have, have to turn it into something that can work for me and my people and the people that I work with. So I'm very fond of the whole self-taught manner because I believe that without having someone teaching it to you, you know, sitting in front of class teaching you how to design a website or how to deliver a presentation or how to become good at public speaking, you actually take the knowledge in much better because you're seriously passionate about what you're learning and what you're reading. Therefore, you obviously you can keep that knowledge to a far greater extent and utilize that because you remember more. Because if you're passionate, I mean, think about it this way. If you're passionate about something... Mm-hmm. Then you put you basically go and you spend hours listening, reading. I mean, put it this: way, what sport are you interested in? Uh, what basketball. Are you, basketball. So I mean, obviously the team that you're, you're you're supporting, you know all the players on the team. You know exactly what lines they're running. You know exactly what the training resumes are. You know in the detail of understanding what that entire team is about and their ability to win games and win seasons, as an example. Right. You know exactly what sneakers they're wearing. You know exactly what. I mean, because that is what makes you, that is why you're passionate about this because you know every single little detail about that team and that industry. You know what, when the fouls are called, you with the breath that signals certain things, you know exactly what he's talking about without even having to ask someone. So, I mean, that's exactly the same thing about certain industries, you know. You can start off and you can immerse yourself to such an extent that you really surround yourself with people with, um, and now you don't have to find physical people in your space or in your city or your town or country where you are, you can literally just buy books, you can listen to podcasts, you can attend webinars, you can attend online summits, go to conferences if you need to, mm-hmm. and you can really immerse yourself far greater now in the, in the era that we are in right now than you could 12 years ago. Right. So, I mean, it's becoming a lot easier to gain access to knowledge and people's time and knowledge and their knowledge. So, I mean, yeah, for me, learning the traits, I'm self-taught and I did have a lot of mentors and people that I got. I look up to a lot of people. I respect a lot of people um, in different industries and in different sectors, and I've learned a ton from them just because I'm not one of those people that come and say, listen, Blake, let's have a coffee, and I want to pick your brain. Mm-hmm. I'm not for that. I'm, I'm not contrary. I'm completely against that. Okay. But I would love to build a relationship with you in the terms of spending time with you, getting to know you for who you are, because that, that part of who you are personally and what drives you personally is what makes you successful, not just all the wealth knowledge that you have. If you understand what I'm saying. Oh, I completely I'm, get that as well. Yeah, I do. And I mean, it, it goes against the grain of what some people think. Because I mean, I get a lot of requests for people saying, listen, can we have coffee? I want to pick your brain. And then I go, well, you know, it's obviously it's a one-sided thing. You want my information, then you want to go do with it what you want to do with it. Mm-hmm. But how about you come and you say, listen, I'll come and I'll work with you, with you for a month or two months. Or I can offer you this. You know, what can you help me with something? Yeah, sure, I can help you with something if you can give me something in return. Not, not obviously that we always have to do that. Mm-hmm. If you see potential in someone, by all means, go for it and help them and mentor them. But, you know, time is valuable. Time is something that you cannot buy back. doesn't matter how much money you have in the world. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's the thing that I always go back to as well is just this could be, you know, the last day. And, and some people might think that that's morbid or even kind of depressing to think about death. But I think it's it's more exciting to understand that. At any moment, you know, it could be over. 
And while I'm still awake, I'm going to try to do everything that I can that, that goes towards fulfilling life's yearnings and just making sure that at the end of the day, I can say, you know, I was fly today and go, go through my checklist and knock off the things that were pushing me forward and making sure that when, when it's all said and done, there's, there's my, 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 my extended family and, you know, future grandkids. If I ever get into that, we'll be able to say, this is what, you know, granddad did or this is what dad did in it. And just to be able to, have someone they can look up to and, and, and follow that mode as well so they can be successful in their own life um, when that time comes. So I think that's, that's spot on as far as, you know, being that we're young, both of us being 24 and just realizing that there's so many opportunities available for all of us and, you know, being able to add your own two cents or make your own dent in the world and just keep on building your community bigger and bigger and bigger and just being able to share that passion. The one, the one thing that I found to be so true as far as reaching out and, and, and meeting different individuals is that it, it, it's almost like a completely different world when you come, come to someone with your passion instead of, you know, the superficial things like you were mentioning earlier, talking about the wealth and I know this and I know all these different things, but it just seems people come together on on a on a such truer and more raw level when they can say, Yeah, this is what I am passionate about doing. This is what makes me feel good. What about you? And go at the conversation from that angle. So I'm com- uh, completely in agreement with you on there. Um I also just wanted to ask you if you could just go into like a like an example from like a hardship you had, you know, through your entrepreneurial experiences, one that sticks out in your mind that was like the aha moment for you to, you know, really kick it in gear and move forward even through the the rough times. Well, to be honest with you, um, I mean, I'm not very I'm not a person that really lives in the past. You okay. know, I'm I'm a very present person. I try to always be present in any situation. I mean, always be there. But something that sticks out to me was the time that I realized that, you know, leveraging other people's time makes you cover so much more ground. And I mean, that is something that's super basic. But at a, at 14 years old or 14 and a half years old, when I hired my first uh, employee to join me um, at that time, and we scaled pretty quickly over the next two years, was that, you know, I could leverage their time to do much so much more for me than I could ever deem possible myself. because at the time, you know, we I was very I'm very perfectionistic when it comes to work, especially at that time, you know, running the design wow. agency. I'm very things have to look perfect and you know, feel perfect and work perfectly in order to show it to a client on my end. Mm-hmm. And I had a very tough time letting go of that, putting the control in someone else's hands, communicating with people on behalf of me and our company. But as soon as I made peace with that, I mean, everything around me changed. Everything just basically, you know, grew tenfold in the next year. I mean, we doubled, tripled revenues. I mean, it, it literally just exploded. So the time that I, when I learned at the age of 14 that I could, other people's time, leveraging other people's time to help me do what I need to do, okay. things changed. That's awesome. And we're almost coming up to the end of our talk today. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. This is really cool just, just hearing what you have to say about fulfilling life's yearnings. I also wanted to ask you, I did notice that you are into traveling and and being location, you know, 
independent. How did that all come about for you? And and what places have you gone to? And what where have you enjoyed going so far? Well, I think it comes down to the point for me that you know when I started out initially building my own business and companies. I'm someone that gets bored very easily. Okay. And that is obviously why diversified portfolios, why we get went into different industries, you know, why we now have companies in different areas of the world is because I couldn't just focus my time on one single thing. Mm-hmm. And yes, a lot of people say you need to focus on one single thing and make that big. That's fine and works for them, but it doesn't work for me. Okay. I you know, I've got the capacity to do more than one thing at a time in terms of what I can handle. I don't have any stress at all. I I don't stress. That's obviously part of because something that happened at the age of 18 where I burned out and ended up in hospital. Oh, wow. Because I just had too much on my plate. And then, you know, I put up different processes and built certain systems into place that now I literally, you can't make me stress. It doesn't matter what you do to me. <laughs> That's awesome. So, I mean, it, it helps having that capacity to handle the situations and things. And, I mean, I'm married too. Okay. So, Congratulations. Thanks, buddy. You know, loving life. My wife's awesome. She's always supporting me, you know, always cheering me on always helping me go um, talk to different situations. She meets with me with different people. Um, you know, it's just, it's awesome to have someone with me that kind of shares the same vision that I do in life and in business of what we want to achieve and where we're going. So she understands the mission, she understands the vision, and she helps me execute that on a daily basis. And she's got her things that she brings to the table, which I obviously could not wow. initially. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, she literally makes up the other half of me, which is awesome. That is. So, Coming back to your question, you know, for me, it's when I realized that I had the ability to build different companies in different areas in the world, I kind of said that, you know, the the society at the moment has that, still has the thing ingrained in them, in them that you have to go through school, you have to go get a degree, find a job, build, uh, buy a house, get some, have some kids, well, get married, have some kids, mm-hmm. get married first, obviously, have some kids. Settle down, retire at 64, 65, and then you know, you'll, be a million, you'll, have, you'll have a million dollars in the bank on the 401k, and you can retire a millionaire. And to me, that kind of looked uh, obviously suspicious, first of all, because I was like, why would I save for 40 years to retire with a million dollars and I won't be able to do anything with it? Right. What's the point of that? So, I mean, I basically set out to, to simplify the way that we work and streamline certain processes in our businesses so that I can work from anywhere in the world. So yes, we do have certain people in charge of different companies and yes, we do have teams in, in charge of different aspects of the businesses to run so that I can just manage and check in on them every week and you know still flourish and grow every single month. And that just helped me to realize that I, my definition of success isn't money. It isn't wealth. It's freedom. Mm. And having freedom in terms of that I can live from anywhere, I can work from anywhere, I can go anywhere in the world that I want to spend time and not have a cage around me that I can't go or can't move when I want to or can't live in different areas of the world without having pressures on me to perform in certain contexts in certain society societies where you know I grew up as an example I'm now in Calgary Canada okay at the moment and we spent some time in Asia in the beginning of the year we went through Thailand uh, we went through Malaysia Singapore Bali uh, we lived in Bangkok we lived in Phuket the PPI Islands, uh, we live in Kuala Lumpur, we went to Lombok, we went to Singapore, we spent some time, well, in Bali, a resort, and in uh, Lesion. So then we, we had some good times, and then just, you know, one day we were sitting having coffee in Kuala Lumpur after meeting with some guys, and I said to, said to my wife, and said, listen, do you want to go to Canada? Do you want to go spend some time in Canada? Two days later, we got on a plane, 
And we've been here since April. Nice. So we stayed in Saskatoon for a month, and now we're in Calgary, living downtown. I'm actually right now looking at the Calgary Tower and the Bow Tower off, out from our apartment on the 20th floor of the Keynote Building. That's awesome. And yeah, we're having we have a good life, man. I mean, we, you know, like I said, no stress. We don't worry about which time or which part of the month it is. There's no worrying about bills or anything like that. I work because I love it. I I work because I'm passionate about it, and I work because I love helping people solve problems in their lives to make their lives easier. Absolutely. Now, going based off of that, what? How how do you say that you you best offer your help to others that you might mentor or or even just you know. Um, get them started along in their businesses. What's what's your number one advice that you would share with them? Well, you know, I've transitioned from the people who I've been helping in the past to who I help now. Now, really focus on people more that generate at least that have businesses that at least generate a hundred thousand dollars a year in revenue and up. Just because of the point of where you know there needs to be some money to be able to invest in certain areas to leverage that. Right. But for me, it's always about you know streamlining your processes, going about what is your definition of success, your goals. You know, what are you currently doing? You know, assessing your current lifestyle, your productivity, where you're spending your time, where you're wasting your time, where you're spending your money. I mean, that's a very important part mm-hmm. because a lot of people say, oh, I don't have money or, I, you know, I've got a small salary and I don't get out every month. I can't do what I want to do. The realization is that if you set goals and you set targets in certain areas, you can by just, you know, giving up or laying down, sacrificing certain things in your life that you love that might not love you back. You can actually make up that money in return to go do whatever you need to do in 12 months from now or six months from now. And so for me, you know, I always start with the person themselves, not the business. I start with the person. What are their goals? What are, their, what are they really passionate about doing? What can they talk about for six to eight hours a day in one shot, you know? Right. What do people commend them for? What do their enemies commend them for? And then what do they grow up around? What is, what is their influence from a young age? What do they know? What is their basis, their foundation of that? And then, you know, starting with a person, helping them change their mindsets and ingrain certain ways of becoming successful and just attaining to it and striving for it. Then we move on to the business side of things, you know, assessing where the company is right now, how the team is performing, the clientele. Do you need to find bigger clients? How do you find bigger clients? Implementing different marketing strategies. I obviously bring a network to the table too. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of contacts all over the world. If we do need financing, we can provide that too in terms of helping and supporting. Obviously, that would go to a different level of mentorship then and right. rather becoming partners and having a stake in the business, which does not very happen very often depending on the industry or how big the company is. But uh, yeah, for me, it's just, you know, I start off with people and that's the basis of it. You have to start off with the person, their personality, their mindset. And once you can start to implement change there, then you can look at the bigger picture of where they're going with their lives. Absolutely. That was wisdom beyond age and thanks for sharing that this for the final question so you can get on out of here and, and enjoy that beautiful town you're in right now <laughs> um, <laughs> i'm down here in in michigan so just on the other side of you guys so not too far yeah. away but um, my awesome. final question is if you could go to only one age in the future um what would you like to see as your life at that point Man, I think that's a that's a big question, a very deep question, actually. Because I mean, you know, we I've got I'm one of those guys that every single morning when I wake up, I write down my goals, what I want to be, what I want to attain to one day, what I want to be worth, what I want to have, where I want to go, what I want to be thankful for. And uh, if I can give you age, I mean, that's a tough question for yeah. me. I think 
you know, coming back to what you mentioned earlier, I'm also one of those people that say, I actually want to go to an age where my grandkids graduate high school or, and they come to me and they say, so granddad, thank you very much for all the advice you gave us because I, I'm also one of those people that say, I will not not take risks in my life because what stories are my grandkids going to grow up with one day? Right. If I, if I don't do and take risks or, you know, go above and beyond what I'm capable of doing or think I'm capable of doing, then basically they're going to have a boring granddad. And what's the, what's the, where's the fun in that? I mean, yeah, I, didn't go, I didn't go through the military. I didn't go through, you know, huge struggles and things in my life in terms of life-changing stories and situations where we didn't have food on the table and all of that. You know, my parents provided for us when we were younger. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, for me, as an age, I'd probably say around maybe 50. Okay. Hitting the half a century mark and just then saying, looking back and saying that I did achieve my net worth that I wanted to be. I did achieve, you know, my family goals that we had. I did achieve my company growth goals that we had. I did achieve my relational goals that we had. And I actually, that's a very scary thought for me. Yeah. Because I, we were actually speaking about it the other day with, some, with a couple of mates when we were out for drinks. And okay. just going to the point of where, imagine you were to put yourself 25 years in advance, 26 years in advance, and you get there and you see, oh, you know, I'm not living where I wanted, where I wanted to live. I'm not worth what I wanted to be worth. I don't have what I wanted to have. And relationally, you're not where you want to be. You know, financially, you're not where you want to be. Are you going to come back and actually work harder or are you going to come back and be depressed and stressed and live your life in fear because of what you saw? Mm. And I mean, it's a very deep question. I can't answer that for you. I, on the contrary, I can't really even answer that for myself because I don't know because I'm not in that situation. Right. But uh, yeah, that's definitely something to think about. Definitely. No, I definitely like how you answered that more, more than just the age you went with the, with the, with the time in your life. So I think... I think a lot of the listeners today can know definitely resonate with that. And I'm not sure if you ever heard of this, but there was a gentleman who who found a an app on the computer and he was looking at you know different days and trying to figure out it would you know it would tell you things like when Christmas was going to be or any holiday. So he put that in reverse and put it back to his birthday to when he was born and realized that at age 50 he would be 20,000 days old. So I've been looking at that, you know, a couple of times, just trying to figure out how old I would be now. I think for us being 24, we're like 8,886 or 87 days old at this moment. So just giving perspective again to that, making sure that you take advantage of every moment that you can, you know, be a part of and make a difference in it. So Again, I just want to, you know, thank you for your time today. That was an awesome fly talk and the listeners are definitely going to have something to to reflect on and and ask me questions on. So you guys listening in, um feel free to always hit me up on Twitter at Blake Sule. Now, Jog, do you also have a way for listeners to reach out to you as well that you want them to be able to uh communicate with you? Yeah, just before I get into that, though, yep. I just want to I just want to add to what you just mentioned about yes. you know the amount of days that we're old. We were looking at it a while back. We we're looking at an experiment where people were talking about you know seconds. So, for instance, in one day you have eighty six thousand four hundred seconds, right? And it sounds like a lot because it's eighty six thousand four hundred seconds, and every single one of us actually have that. So, here's a question for your listeners. I mean, 
What if you had access to a bank account every single day? You know, where it got credited with $86,400 every single day. When you, in the morning when you wake up, brand new in your bank account, $86,400. It does not carry over to the next day, so you can't save. Would you, how would you spend that money every single day to live a better life, a better lifestyle, you know, go places? How would you spend that money? And I mean, you can even answer that for me right now. Do you think you'd spend all that money every single day? I definitely would. If it doesn't carry over tomorrow, I would do everything that I possibly could to make sure that I got the most value or affected people in the most powerful way that I could with all that money. Well, I'm going to blow your mind right now because actually you do have a bank account like that. It's just called time. Right. You have 86,400 seconds every single day and it does not carry over to tomorrow because you do not know how many tomorrows are left in your life. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing today? With this 86,400 seconds to make your life better, to build a better lifestyle for yourself, for your family, your future family, and just, you know, do whatever you can to make this valuable in terms of life. So, I mean, that's a, it's a pretty deep thought if you think about yes, it. Yes, that is. I love, I love that question, though. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. That was... That's definitely, yeah, man. That's definitely going to be something to to continually put in that perspective and just helping um, my listeners that are in the fly zone continually change, you know, their thought process about what is achievable in their life. And that's definitely a great way to end this. this Yeah, definitely. And the other thing that I can add to that, you know, we were talking about 86,400 seconds. There's a question for you. How many, how many days do you think 1 million seconds are? No calculators allowed. Right. No calculators or <laughs> <or> anything. <laughs> Ooh, maybe. Let's go with three sixty-five. Well, no, no. So it's it's twelve days. It's only twelve days. Yeah, a million seconds. Remember, because it's eighty-six thousand four hundred seconds per day. Oh, per day. You're right. Yeah. So twelve seconds. I mean, twelve days. Sorry. <laughs> so how many? So in terms of this, I'm just putting in perspective right. of you know people talking about money, talking about million dollars, billion dollars, trillion dollars, and things. And how many do you think? How many days do you think a billion dollars is? I mean, a billion seconds. Right. I just said dollars. Probably... My bad. <laughs> a month. So, so that would actually be fifty years. Oh, that's fifty years. Ooh. Fifty years. And how that many? Was not the strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> and how long do you think a trillion seconds is? Hundred years, thirty-two thousand years. Thirty-two thousand. So I mean, just if you go now and you think about time in terms of seconds and the capacity that you have to do and make things happen, you know, we don't have a trillion seconds on this planet. No. We maybe have a billion seconds left. A lot of us. So capitalize on that and make things happen in your life because it's super important to live a day. Day in and day out to your maximum capacity of what you can handle. If you're still on the day job working for another company, it's perfectly fine. You know, Just start working slowly, progressively towards what you want to achieve in your life, the goals that you set for yourself. If you want to become independent, you know, if you want to get away from that and become self-employed, work from home, start your thing on the side. Run it on the side and start building it. Work, work at it. You know, If you really want to test yourself, Put a countdown timer on 86,400 seconds every single day and then check, your, check the stopwatch every now and then 
to see how much time you left of today and what you can possibly do to make that a better day. Because, you know, people say, often say, no, I'll do it tomorrow. But that's what they said yesterday. Right. And they keep doing that every single day. And it doesn't help. That's why you get these people that, you know, Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos or I'm not even going to say uh, Warren Buffett because, you know, majority of his wealth was made at 58. But mm-hmm. they basically decided and said that I've got 24 hours in a day, but I'm going to use it to my maximum capacity. And that is why Bill Gates didn't have one single day off between the age of 20 and 30, not one. Mm-hmm. He worked every single day and most of the time fell asleep on his computer keyboard. Because he believed what he wanted to do and achieve, and that's what he worked for. So, yeah, getting back to what you asked me right in the beginning, <laughs> you guys can go to jacquesvh.com. Uh, that's my website. Uh, your podcast is on there, too. We're working on some brand-new materials, some new shows and things we're going to hopefully release soon with the team. Uh, you can go. To, you can find me on Twitter at jacquesvh and on Facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash jacquesvhfan, F-A-N. And Jacques, just if you don't know, is J-A-C-Q-U-E-S. That's it. And, oh, if you want to check out the group, we're busy working on restructuring some new updates, but it's Anakin.com, A-N-1-K-E-N.com. Awesome. So those, all those resources that Jacques just listed off, those will be in the show notes for today's episode. You can find that link at fulfillinglifesyearnings.com forward slash fly 036. Again, that's fulfillinglifesjourneys.com forward slash fly 036. So that's it for today's episode. Jock, thank you so much for joining me. It was, for lack of better words, it was fly. I had a lot of fun and I wish you the best of success in the future. And thanks for coming on and talking with my listeners and, and having a quick chat with me today. Well, man, it's my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. And same for you, man. You know, keep pushing hard. Keep working towards what you want to achieve. And uh, I'll always be there to support you, man. Thank you. Same uh, same way going blah, blah, blah. little tongue twisted. <laughs> but <laughs> same thing for you as well. You know, I'm always here available and always looking to provide whatever help and value I can. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate right. it. Have a good, Have a good day. Thanks for listening to Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. I want to know what your biggest takeaway is, so please head on over to fulfillinglifesyearnings.com today and click on the show notes link for today's episode, which is located on the homepage, and leave a comment. The show notes page is where you can find the resources mentioned during the show and will be very valuable for you on your own journey. To stay up to date about what's happening, please subscribe to my newsletter and subscribe to the show on iTunes. And while you're subscribing on iTunes, it would definitely mean a lot to me if you would leave a review to show future potential listeners of Fulfilling Life's Yearnings what you think as your voice helps them decide if Fulfilling Life's Yearnings is right for them. Now it's in your hands. Are you ready to fly? Until next episode, stay in the zone and make today a fly day by taking action on your dreams.